Welcome to Leveling Up the Podcast with Alethea Tucker. I'm so happy that you're listening today. My goal is to bring something new, something promising. I plan to bring conversation, resources, and wisdom around the things that are holding us back from going for our best. We'll talk about everyday life and careers. I'll bring us dialogue designed to dig deep and identify our passions. We'll talk about the limits that you need to let go of and the promise that you need to grab a hold of. I'll interview women who bring valuable insight to the table. We'll have opportunities for Q&A and we'll talk resources to help along the way. There are levels to this and we'll hit them all starting at the ground floor. We all have dreams and now is our time to level up. Ground Floor When I think of a crown, I think of royalty, authority, a symbol of a treasured position. As women, we often find ourselves forgetting just who we are, and to whom we belong. It's easy to do. Often we rush about life serving others and we seldom give thought to ourselves. Let's not forget the pressure that society puts on us. We should look this way. We should shop over here. Wear these colors together. Be a part of this activity. Put our children in this play group. Oh my goodness. It is an absolute whirlwind and it's easy to get caught up. We can find ourselves thinking that crowns are for other people. Surely not for us because we put ourselves second. Ladies, we have to learn that who we are is not tied to society, but it's tied to our maker. We are who he says we are. Mm -hmm. Every wrinkle, crooked finger, stretch marks and all. (laughs) It's okay, sis. Those are badges of surviving life. At least that's what I tell myself. Let's stop getting caught up in what others dictate. Those on TV, they make good money to feed us fantasies that don't equate to reality. Let's believe who God says we are. He says we are fearfully and wonderfully made. How much better could we ask for? Your affirmation. I will no longer gauge my life by what I see on my social media feed. I will purpose to live in reality and not fantasy. There are things about me that I really don't like, but that doesn't mean I have no value or I'm not worthy of the best. God tells me that as his child, I am part of a royal priesthood. I will purpose in my heart to remember that I'm a part of that royal court. On the days when I'm struggling, I will visualize myself putting on my crown, straightening up and looking in the mirror and saying, hello, queen. No second place here. I'm royalty. Hello and welcome to Leveling Up the Podcast with Alethea Tucker. As promised, we are continuing our series highlighting the authors of our book, Reinvented to Rise. By the time this airs, it will be out. It is being released July 9th. We are so excited about this. And today I am very excited to have with me another one of our authors. Kavette Minor Kane is with us today, and she'll be sharing and letting you know a little about her contribution to the book and just telling us about herself overall. Kavette, welcome. I'm very happy to have you here today. Thank you so much, Alethea, for having me here. It's been absolutely a privilege and an honor to be included in this project, and I'm so grateful. 
Oh, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you being here. I've been telling everybody um, that I talked to that I was very intentional about the women that I wanted to be in this book. And I'm just amazed and so grateful um, about how we've all meshed together, the camaraderie that we have, and just how it is amazing to see women with similar interests, similar spirits, and similar um, desires come together and be able to share and pull a project like this together to inspire other women who want to change, you know, who who need, and in many instances, need major changes, need reinvention. Um, every author in this book, every story that's told is proof that it can be done. And, and we want this book to encourage other women to do just that. Absolutely. So, Kavette, tell us a little about yourself. Uh, let our authors, let our listeners rather, know a little about you. Okay. Well, I am Kavette Minor Kane. I'm a financial liberation expert with Mari Moore Life LLC. And I guide women on their journey to self-sufficiency by encouraging them about how to transform their mindset in order to transform their money management so that they can thrive. And it's all about understanding how our emotions affect our financial decisions so that we're able to make you know, better decisions and create better habits and, and increase our quality of life you know, so that we're able to live in harmony with our purpose. You know? mm. I like that. I like that a lot. And it's true. Our emotions do have so much to do with how we spend money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, that that's nothing that's really new, but addressing that, you know, in a financial program is, is major because it's important, not just personally, but of course, professionally too, managing a business where you're managing finances, um, you know, to make your business run. If you have employees, you know, you're trying to make sure that funds are uh, appropriated appropriately (laughs) for them. So all of that is so important. And it's good to see that your program, the foundation is helping people to understand that, yeah, emotions are involved in your spending. Now let's deal with that (laughs) and, you know, get our spending straight. I like that. I like that, Kavette. Thank you. So why is it that you chose to be a part of this project? I know I talk about how I was very intentional about selecting um, the people that I wanted to be in the book. But just because I selected you didn't mean that you had to accept. (laughs) I'm glad that you did. So tell me why it is that being a part of Reinvented to Rise was important to you. Well, you know, it was amazing um, when you reached out to me. And again, I'm so grateful for that. Um, But when I saw the title of the book, The Reinvented to Rise, it just spoke to me loud Mm. and clear, you know, and I knew that that was the exact transition that I had been experiencing, you Mm. know, and it was time for me to share the story of, well, what have I been through, you know, and what have I made happen? You know, because it, it's it's about being able to to not just look at where I was, but looking at, you know, the process that I went through in becoming who I am now and even who I'm continuing to grow into. Mm, that's great. Oh, I mean, such divine timing with that. <laughs> just right on time, you know, that's, but that's been the theme with this project all the way around. I mean, as I talked to the authors, you know, we it's a recurring thing. This came at the right of this poured right into what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm grateful. I'm very grateful for that. So, you know, in the book, of course, you tell one of your stories uh, or a story, a very um, a major one for you about reinventing. Yeah. What advice do you have for other women who need to reinvent, who need to get to a point in their lives um, where things are just greater for them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cha- that can be challenging because when you are in uh, a place where you're, you know, dealing with trauma, mm. then really facing that trauma, doing the introspection, you know, looking at our environment and really identifying what may be toxic in that environment, 
Mm-hmm. Um, what do we need to eliminate? What do we need to adjust? You know, what do we need to change within ourselves as well as outside of us? Um, that is that is one of the, the greatest challenges I think that any person can face. But when we're willing to do the work, it is so rewarding in the end. Mm-hmm. You know, and for me personally, I experienced uh, three major traumas within just mm-hmm. two years. And because of that, and, you know, y'all have to read about that in the book. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> because of those traumas and because of that experience, um, I knew that something had to change in my life. And mm-hmm. so it was going to be only up to me to to figure out what I needed to do in order to take the next steps. Mm, mm, that's good. And, you know, it's so true. I mean, you said that and I immediately thought back. Um, to a traumatic event that happened in my life also that kind of was a piece of the catalyst that kind of started me on the whole reinvention process. Um, And that right there is good in and of itself. You know, people dealing with traumatic situations, Mm -hmm. just to know that you can bounce back from that. There is a period where, you know, trauma is, is... is going to drive you for a while. It's going to drive your emotions. It's going to drive what you do. You won't think clearly. You can't see clearly. But it can also be a catalyst for you knowing, you know, that out of this, I have to be better. I have to do something to improve the situation. You know, in many instances, in traumatic situations, there's no turning back in many instances, you know. So, you know, just the fact, just encourage somebody out there right now who may be dealing with something that's very traumatic and you don't know how you're going to be able to get through this. You don't know. um, You can't see clearly. You know, you don't know what step you need to take next. Just know that something good can come out of trauma. Um, You can persevere. You can make changes and you can do things that are going to better your life. So just to take a quick pause to encourage somebody in that moment. Yeah. So you told us already about some of the things, three major events that kind of uh, three major triggers or three major trauma events that kind of triggered your reinvention. So you told us just a little. Now give us a small teaser about your story. Of course, not telling the whole thing. You know, we <laughs> want people to buy the book, you know, and to read it and mm-hmm. and to experience that, the whole story firsthand. Mm-hmm. But what can you tell us a, just a little about your, your chapter in the book? Okay. Um, Well, first, I'd like to make this statement just that, you know, I believe that it is the greatest challenges in our life that Mm -hmm. reveals to us our greatest strengths. Yes. So the the most difficult or tragic trauma that we can experience can actually be a great lesson for us Mm -hmm. um, and a blessing, not just for ourselves as we come through it. And we're able to recognize, you know, um, the strength that we have, but then also in sharing with others to be able to, to share, to, to transition that encouragement, to shift that energy, you know, and to give someone else a boost when they need it the most. Um, And I know for myself, you know, I received that that kind of encouragement um, from others. It was the examples of some others who I saw go through challenges that encouraged me. And so I wanted to do the same thing. So in in sharing my story, um, you know, I talk about, you know, how I um, previously, you know, gave up the business that I was in completely Mm -hmm. for a number of years um, and even lived outside of the United States for a period of time. Um, And then ended up having to come back to the United States to handle a tragedy um, that had occurred. And, you know, through that experience, there was a a revelation for me of of the reality that I couldn't see when I was stuck in a certain environment. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, and those those women who who read that chapter and you 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 know recognize you can relate with the experience of what I went through, um, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when you're stuck, you know. And then yeah. when the when the universe or when God pulls you out of a situation mm-hmm. and allows you to be able to look back and say, you know what, that's not necessarily where I need to be. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not it's not healthy for me. And so my whole journey has been about becoming healthy, about becoming mm. whole 
and to to really regain the direction that I once had in my life um, and and reinventing myself so that I would be able to rise again. Mm, mm. That That's a lot that you said right there. So many of us need to go on the journey of becoming whole. Putting ourselves first and doing that. I mean, just how many of you listeners out there can relate to the fact that you feel disjointed in so many ways, emotionally, uh, physically? I know personally, I just my health recently, I've had to really, really do a deep dive and get a hold of that, which means, you know, redoing how I how I think, how I work, how I process things, you know, what I say yes to, make sure I give everything my best yes. And, you know, reinvention in many ways may involve that, you know, coming to grips with the fact that you need to be made whole again, you know. Um, And for some of us, we're in pieces for so long that being in pieces just becomes normal, you know, it just becomes normal. We figure we're good enough and we, we don't want to go for being our best. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I really appreciate that that is what you want women to understand. You know, wholeness is important. You know, coming out of that trauma is important and it's important um, not just for you, but for the people around you. You know, um, I know that me becoming whole is important for my family. I'm sure it's important for your family as well, yeah. because you can't be the best you if you're splintered and in pieces. Yeah, That's the way like, I see it. I felt like for a long time I was, you know, stuck on that hamster wheel. You know, mm-hmm. Between, mm-hmm. Uh, trauma and trigger and response, and trauma mm. and trigger and response. You know, and it was just, you know, that constant cycle. Um, which really was very out of control for me for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the the reinvention came in when I just had to be still for a moment and recognize that, you know, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different. Exactly. <laughs> so true. That's the definition. That's you know, it. And so, and so I had to do something different. Right. You know, I had to to make a determination. I had to make a decision for myself. Yes. Yes. And making that decision was where the reinvention came into play. Mm. That's where Mari Moore Life was born. Ah, oh, ah. Oh, I can't wait. I know we're going to hear more about that too. We're going to ask you about that. Absolutely. That's great, Gavette. That's great. So, what do you think it is that you offer to the world now that you've gone through this process and you've reinvented, you know, you're a reinvented woman. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think you offer to the world now that you're reinvented? Well, you know what, what I was able to really pull out of um, the dust, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They'll, they'll understand what I'm talking about when they read that chapter and they, and they hear about the dust. Um, but what I was able to pull out of the dust is the process um, that mm-hmm. I work with through Mari More Life with, with my clients even, because mm-hmm. I focus in again on transforming your mind in order to transform your money management so that you can thrive. Mm. This is about, you know, quality of life. This is about living in harmony with our purpose and being able to feel fulfilled, you know, and it was um, for me being able to identify the the areas of mindset as well as the areas of money management that I personally had to address Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. that order in order to be successful. Yes. Yes. Wow. Mind and money so that you can thrive in life, managing them both, getting a hold of the mind piece of it first. Yes. So that you can manage the money and so that you can thrive. That, that is, that is powerful. That is powerful. Now I've read all of the chapters in the book and I must admit when reading your chapter, I was, you know, I was absolutely mesmerized and, I just smiled when I look at the chapter and see what you do now. And I definitely see how, you know, that experience and what you experienced definitely poured into 
where you are now and how you are now. And there's some instances, you know, in thinking about your chapter, and I don't think you'll mind if I say this, you read it and you say to myself, you think that this is the kind of thing that happens in novels, you know, (laughs) situations come up that seem to happen in novels, but you are proof that they're real life situations and not, it's not fiction. And surely the fact that you came through it isn't fiction. You know, so that right there was just so encouraging to me. And, you know, we all have things that we go through. And so what I think uh, may have been something in a novel, you know, you probably think the same about me. But the important thing is in reading these stories and in reading your stories, just to be able to sit back and smile and think about where you are now and the encouragement that brings to people. Yeah. is just awesome. Absolutely awesome. Thank you. Absolutely yeah. awesome. And and that was that was a really tough thing to do. Mm-hmm. And you know, because I yeah. literally I pushed it to the wire. <laughs> I know. I know. You know it, was, it was it was challenging to to revisit those events and mm-hmm. to to feel those emotions again. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel like that was a healthy thing for me to do because mm-hmm. I'm able to put it in perspective. You know, and being able to share my experience with other women is empowering. You know, it takes the 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 growth that I was able to get from experiencing the lesson. And now I'm able to transfer it to them by sharing that lesson in the story. Yes. So that they don't have to go through the same experience that I had. Many women have gone through similar experiences, Mm -hmm. you know, but if I could could share just a a word of encouragement, you know, that would prevent them from having to go through, you know, the same thing that I did. Then, you know, fine, you you make another mistake, you know, Mm -hmm. something else. Mm -hmm. Right. Repeat the same one that I did. Yeah. Don't go down that road. (laughs) Yeah. Don't do that one. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't Don't go do that one. Then they're done that. I can show you the receipt. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's where I I have found the benefit. Um, But, you know, I I truly poured my heart into this Mm -hmm. because I I wanted to make sure that people understood the reality, not just the the surface level of what, what we like it to look like. You know, yes. but, but really yes. pulling down, pulling, pulling the curtain back, you know, peeling the onion and getting down mm-hmm. to the core of, nope, it's not pretty. This is where it was, but mm-hmm. you, can, you can make it better. Exactly. Yeah. And that is so true. I mean, let's face it, what we see on social media and, you know, some of the people that we like to follow and some of the shows that we like to see, they're only going to show you the awesome things. They're not going to give you the raw, authentic truth. And that doesn't really help people. It helps us to live in fantasy land. Mm -hmm. You know, it helps us, you know, to dream of things that we see others do and uh, things that we want, but it really doesn't help us when the rubber meets the road yeah. and we have to do the work sometimes or, you know, tackle the situations or handle the personalities, handle the people. It doesn't help us not to see how people got to where they are, not to see the real story behind who we are now. And I frequently say, you know, when I I pray for my for anybody who reads my social media stuff and for my listeners, for my podcast, because I pray over what it is I'm even supposed to talk about, you know, what I'm supposed to say on the programs that I offer. But I pray that people can go out and be bold and live as their authentic selves and be confident. That authenticity is a huge piece of it because you can't help anybody if you're just faking it. Yeah. Let's be real. You know, it'll look good, but people want to be able to relate Mm -hmm. and they don't have all good happening in their lives all the time. (laughs) Right. So we, we need to be able to meet people where they are and just be ourselves. So Thanks for pouring. Thanks for pushing. I know it was a hard chapter for you. Yeah. I witnessed that I spoke with you as you were pushing up against the wire, as you said. <laughs> yes, um, but yeah, uh, but for anybody out there who has to deal with things too, it just helps to kind of go through it sometimes and get it out. 
Um, I talked to a number of these women and they're like, it just helped me to write it out. It just helps to write it out. Mm -hmm. It did. Absolutely. So, um, so share with us a little about what you're working on now. Actually, um, I have a book project that I've been working on for um, the last year or so. And it actually is a, a full look back on, over my lifetime, um, the different events, major events in my life, um, the experiences that I've had, but also from a financial perspective, how those decisions affected me financially on the path that, mm-hmm. that I took and the journey that I've taken. Um, I am currently at a place where I would say I have achieved self-sufficiency. And, and I, am, yes. I am so proud of myself for that. Um, but being able to do that, I also had to take a look back and understand, well, how did I do it? If I'm going to help somebody else, you know, mm-hmm. to accomplish this, how did I, how did I do it? And how did I go through this process? And so that's where, you know, taking that deep dive, look into, you know, the yes. past really asking those hard questions and understanding, you know, what are the details that might otherwise be overlooked that I can share with someone so that they can take the principle and apply it to their own lives and be able to benefit. Mm, mm, That's good. So right now I have uh, my book project that's going to be coming out uh, later on this year. I'm thinking in the fall, in September, October, um, awesome. So this chapter is actually a lead-in for that book. So I, I'm so grateful for this, <laughs> for this project um, because now, you know, I have an opportunity to share with folks, you know, where I am now, you know, so that they understand the major transition that I've gone through. And now, you know, when I release the, the full uh, bio, uh, the biography book, then I will be able to share, you know, what is the look back in hindsight over Mm -hmm. the experiences that I've had through the years and how they even got me to the point of where this, this chapter uh, proceeds. Awesome. So this, this was definitely divine. This is your intro (laughs) to your, to your single author book, to the book that you author by yourself. That is awesome. That is awesome. And that is a plug, people. So stay tuned because she has more to come. You know, she's got some coming to you and reinvented to rise. But to hear the rest of the story, you're going to have to make sure that you keep up with Kavette and find out when the book is coming out and just the programs that she has to offer as well. Absolutely. So that's wonderful. Like I said already, that is really great. So what other pro is, are there any other programs that you have with your company um, that you want to tell the listeners about things that they can uh, follow you on things that they can, how do they get in touch with you? If they want to work with you, what are some of the things that you're, you can offer them right now? <laughs> uh, well, I work with Mari Moore Life. Dot com is my website, um, and that's M A R I M O R L I F as in Frank E dot com. Um, so when they visit that website, they will be able to, you know, kind of follow the the links uh, through the story. You know, welcome to the site where they get introduced. Um, there's a survey that I'd like for them to complete for me. Um, it helps me to kind of get some background information and in doing my research about what to share and how I can continue to contribute to their benefit um, in the community. Um, But there's also um, some free uh, items that I have. I have a freebie, an ebook there that is a journal, which actually supports them in getting started on their journey to self-sufficiency, or at least taking the next step. Um, Mm -hmm. That's a, a benefit for them. And I host on a monthly basis, a workshop that is uh, transform your mind and transform your money to thrive uh, so that they're able to come in. The information that they get from this chapter is going to help them to understand putting in perspective where those two sides of the coin come into play. Great. That's wonderful. So I will also have her website and her social media information. I'll have everything in the text section of the podcast so that you will be sure to be able to connect with her, to get her products, to find out what she's doing and to stay in touch, to find out about her book and other things that she has coming down the pike. So we're starting to wind things up here a bit, Kavette. And we've talked about a lot. This has been 
awesome. Absolutely awesome. I've totally enjoyed the time that we've spent today. If you could kind of sum things up, I know I've asked you already about what you have to offer. Um, you know, how do you feel you're changed or what is it now that you offer as a reinvented woman? Mm-hmm. If you could just kind of sum things up, how do you feel that you're better now than you were before you did your reinvention? What do you, what, what do you really like about yourself now? It's okay. You, you can boast. <laughs> well, I love me. I love me yes. more than I feel like I ever have. And I love yeah. me first. I love me first. And and that is a place where it, it I had to do the work in order to get to that point because I, I did not like myself for a long time. Certainly I love myself. Um, but I love me. Um, and that is something that I'm very proud to be able to say. You know, I went from a, a place of living in survival mode, you know, to being able to now, you know, flip that switch and and live in a place of thriving. Mm. And so that is what I strive to to pass on to every woman that I come into contact with. And it is more for me about encouraging that message, you know, and sharing with them what I've learned so that they feel empowered, so that they can make better decisions, so that they can know that there's an opportunity for them to choose for themselves and not to just be guided along in life. You know, it's not about what happened to me. What happened to me? But it's mm-hmm. now about what am I making happen in my life? And every oh. woman deserves to have that choice. Yes. What am I now making happen in my life? And every woman has that choice to make. They deserve to have that choice. Absolutely. That's wonderful. That's wonderful to part with, Kavet. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again so much for being with us today. Again, get our book, Reinvented to Rise, read Kavet's chapter along with the other 14 women in the book. I promise you, it is a read that you will want to have. So thank you for being with us again, Kavet. To our listeners, don't go away. We're coming right back. After much anticipation, we are thrilled to announce that Reinvented to Rise is hot off the press and available for sale. The book launch took place on Friday. We couldn't be more excited about the compilation, and we want you to be excited as well. These are stories that you will want to read to be inspired, encouraged, and empowered. Get your copy today by visiting reinventtorise.com. And welcome back to Leveling Up the Podcast with Alethea Tucker. As promised, I have another author for you on this segment. With me today is Shanice K. Hill. Wanted to make sure I put that K in there. That initial is important to her. (laughs) (laughs) Shanice K. Hill. She is one of the co-authors of the book, Reinvented to Rise. Shanice, welcome. I'm very happy that you're able to sit with us today to talk a little about your contribution to Reinvented to Rise. Hi, you guys. I'm such, it's such an honor to be on this podcast and be part of this book. I'm super, super, super excited. I'm glad. I'm glad. You know, when I, you know, had the vision for this book, I just saw people with all different backgrounds and different ages. I wanted women who picked up the book and looked at the cover to be able to to see something that resonated with them. So I wanted, like I said, people of all ages, and I'm very happy to say that I was able to do that. Um, Shanice, you are one of the younger authors that we have. And that was important to me because I wanted young women to be able to see that, you know, if there is a situation, if there were circumstances where they needed to make changes in their life. I don't care if they feel that they're just starting out in life. You can reinvent to make life what you want it to be. And the young authors that are in this book are prime examples of that. Shanice is a is a prime example of the fact that no matter the age, you know, no matter the circumstance, no matter the background, If you need to reinvent, you can reinvent to make life all the better. So, Shanice, Mm -hmm. tell us a little about yourself. 
Well, I am a mother of a five-year-old. And one thing that I stand for in life is helping people find the beauty in their brokenness. Because a lot of times we walk around with so much fear and brokenness in us. So in the midst of my storm, I just wanted to help other people find the beauty in their brokenness. Like I just want to fix crowns. So now I'm like known for the person who fix crowns and uplift women. And it started out of me doing it out of my own pain. I was just on Facebook making posts, trying to encourage myself. And I had all these women like, oh, I relate, I relate. Because I didn't paint the pretty picture mm-hmm. on social media. Mm-hmm. And that's so important. That is so important. Yeah. Because it's easy to paint that pretty picture, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what we see yeah. all the time. <laughs> Nobody really wants, I was talking about that actually. Um, with Kavet, nobody really wants to put the ugly stuff up there. We always want to put mm-hmm. the pretty things, but it is so important to be authentic so that people can see that no matter what we're dealing with, whether it's ugly or pretty or mm-hmm. whatever it is, there's a side to show. And that, you know, that shows just how human we are. That shows how human we are. So why is it that you decided to be a co-author? Like I told my uh, last author uh, who was with us, I said, you know, I asked you, I know. (laughs) But that doesn't mean that you have to (laughs) say yes. Uh, I'm very happy that you did, though. Why is it that you decided to be a co-author? When you asked me, I feel like that was a divine Mm -hmm. moment from God. Like. I did the leadership experience mm-hmm. tour and I'm like, I kept asking God, I'm like, what's next? I said, can you please let me know what's next? And I promise you probably 30 minutes later, that's when you reach out and I'm like, okay, God, I didn't, that was too quick. But <laughs> I, was like, I didn't think you was going to come that fast with an answer like that. And it was just like, and if, if it just felt like God and like all my whole entire life, I expressed myself better with words and I went years like, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? And me not knowing that I always wrote little stories in notebooks. Mm-hmm. And then when I got grown, I began to journal my feelings. And I'll go back and read my journal like, wow, this can be a book mm-hmm. one day. And I kept asking God, what is my purpose? And God was like, you're going to write books. And then he had like four people confirming in 2017. And then after the event, the leadership tour, I had at least six people was like, yeah, you need to write a book like ASAP. And then when you ask me, I'm like, okay, wow. God, I get it. <laughs> I'm going to be an wow. author. <laughs> uh, you said yeah. you answered too quick. It takes a little longer than that. <laughs> wow. And, you know, that doesn't surprise me at all because everything about this, I keep saying, has just been divine and, and asking the Lord to yeah. send the people my way who are supposed to be in it and and all the stories and, you know, what people tell me when they um, agreed, what everybody said when they agreed to be a part of the book. That doesn't surprise me at all. Now, you mentioned um, the leadership tour. That's where I first heard you was on Sean Fair's leadership tour. And just to, you know, give a plug for her, myself, whether she's going to do it or not. Uh, She was recently a part of the Sean Fair leadership tour where she was one of, I forgot how many speakers who were selected to be on the tour for him. And she spoke and the speech that she gave was dynamic. I'm sure that you can go out there. She probably has it posted on her Facebook page, but you can also go to Sean Fair's channel um, to find her speech on there as well. Um, She is just starting on the speaker circuit. I highly, highly recommend her. She is the perfect speaker um, for audiences of young women. Um, And we need women like her. And we need our young women to see other women like her and um, just hear how she has dealt with circumstances in her life and how she has determined to make herself better because of them and to encourage other young women to do the same. That's what we want this book to do. Again, we wanted people of all ages, you know, to see it and say, I, uh, this resonates with me. If she can do it, I can do it too. So just a, just a plug for Shanice there. (laughs) Thank you. Absolutely. (laughs) So what, 
advice? What can you tell another woman who needs to perhaps make some changes in their life like you did? What do you tell other women if they look at you and say, you know, Shanice, you were able to reinvent. How is it that I can reinvent? Is there something in particular I need to know? Is there something that I need? Is there a way that I need to think? I would say, I remember like when I was going through like some really terrible Mm -hmm. times, I just kept telling myself that it gotta be something else on the other side of this wall. Like it gotta be more to like, it's, I didn't just come on this earth just to experience this pain, this trauma, like it gotta be something in it. So I think the biggest thing I tell people is like, you gotta get to the root of it. Cause a lot of people will see just the surface level, but it's so much more. And once you get to the root of your problem or whatever you are experiencing, cause once I got to the root of, like Shanice, why is you settling? Like, why is you in abortion clinics? Like, why? Like, it was bigger than the guys I was dating. Like, somewhere down the line, I chose to settle or I seen something growing up. So once I got to the root and I made that one small step with God and it seemed like God came in and done the rest and like opened me up and showed me like this was what's wrong with you. So I would definitely, to reinvent, you just have to get to the root, like unlearn to relearn. Because a lot of things we learned we think it was right or normal when most of it's not mm. most of the time. That is so good. Yeah. She said, unlearn some things to relearn. To relearn. To yeah. To I always tell. Mm. Yeah. Because I realized what I thought was functional, it was actually mm-hmm. dysfunctional. That's what I learned. I'm like, okay, this not it's actually not normal for me to keep staying with a guy and he just constantly mistreated me. Like this this not love. I kept calling that love. Now like, that's not love. So once I I said, God, they mistreat me, but it's something in me that's allowing me to accept this. So it's bigger than them. So once I got to the root, like, what did I see growing up that made me think this was okay? Exactly. And a lot of people miss that root. Exactly. Yeah. You know, there's so much that you know, and in many instances, like you said, you have to sit down and really think thing through yeah. to get to the root of it. It could be things that happened when you were a child that you just kind mm-hmm. of repressed and just decided, you know, I'm not even going to deal yeah. with that. I don't, you know, the mind is, a, it's amazing what you can do with the mind and it, you're capable mm-hmm. of repressing things that you don't want to deal with. And then often, sometimes mm-hmm. they come back, you know, and just totally, um, disrupt your whole t- mindset because it's been pushed down for so long and not dealt with. Disrupt your mindset, disrupt your life. But what you said about getting to the root of why you allow these things to happen, it's critical. Mm-hmm. It's a major piece yeah. of reinventing because if you don't get to the why, then you don't understand yeah. what it is that needs to be changed. Mm-hmm. And you never make that change because you just figure, you know, well, this is good enough or maybe this is the way it's mm-hmm. supposed to be. Um, I see other people, you know, deal with things like that yeah. too, but you just don't ever get to the bottom of it. And if you don't get to the root of why you accept some things in your life, then you won't reinvent. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. And I think... Also, I think that we suppress, like, the root of it. Like, what I did, I call it a rug. Like, if you continuously to sweep stuff on the rug, life will make you trip mm-hmm. over that rug. And that's what I noticed. I realized I in my speech, I was talking mm-hmm. about voids, how we all, I forgot the lady who's running track who just got in the media, how she was smoking mm-hmm. marijuana. It's like, I'm not agreeing mm-hmm. with it, but that mm-hmm. was her void to go to marijuana. My voids. I would just go black. I would just, I'm sorry. I would just go shopping and buy a bunch of clothes to cover mm. up my pain. Mm-hmm. So on the outside, I'm looking really nice and beautiful, but on the inside, I'm mm-hmm. screaming for help. I'm battling suicide thoughts. Mm-hmm. So we all have these different voids we run to, smoking, drinking, mm-hmm. sex, whatever the case may be. But once I stop those voids and I just went to God, like, God, like, I can't mm-hmm. do it no more. Like, I choose you. And once I chose God, it was like, okay. That's when the journey of yes. healing started. And yes. Oh, it's a, it's a journey. Oh, that's powerful. That's powerful. And, you know, any of my listeners out there, 
you know a young lady that can relate to what Shanice is saying right now. I listen to her and I think about so many young women that I've come across that deal with the same things. Um, but the wisdom that she has just really, really is so refreshing and and just kind of blows my mind just a little for her age to have that kind of wisdom. And what's most important is, you know, she went, she's gone on and decided to develop a relationship with the Lord and she's let her healing begin. And that's what so many people need to do. Anybody out there who knows a young woman who needs to listen to this podcast, please encourage them to do so um, and to connect with Shanice. And before we let her go here, you know, we're going to find out some of the things that she's doing, how they can stay in touch with her. Um, We'll also, you know, just find out um, different ways that she can continue to encourage people, because I know that all generations need encouragement, but it is so helpful when you can have someone from your own generation to encourage you. So I'm so pleased that uh, she is making up. uh, She's one of the pieces in this quilt, this reinvention quilt that um, this project has really pulled together. So we'll definitely make sure that we'll have others who who can connect with you. So So we've talked about your story just a bit, just a little, and I want to dig a Mm -hmm. little deeper. Um, Not a lot, like I keep saying. I like like (laughs) (laughs) Not too deep, not too deep, because we don't want to give it all away. So I've been asking all the authors to just give me a little teaser about their chapter. What is it that people are going to be able to read when they read, uh, when they see your chapter? The way I describe it is people always like, oh, what's the what's the latest tea? And what's the latest tea? And I tell people, I pour my own tea. Like I have no issue. Like no one could never tell my business. I'm okay. going to tell it for you. Like I'm going to tell you everything. And I think that's what I did in the chapter was I pour my own tea. And the reason why I said I pour my own tea, because like social media world, everybody wearing this mm-hmm. fake mask. So I took that mask off mm-hmm. in that chapter and I showed you the part that most people would never show you. Mm-hmm. Like I took you into my world where you can read like some of the toughest situations, like being nearly dying from mm-hmm. an abortion. Like I tell stuff that most people are afraid. And I believe being able to be authentic and just transparent, that's what really mm-hmm. helped me heal. Because it's like, how can you heal if you pretending to be somebody you're not? How can God touch you or heal you if you walking around like everything okay mm-hmm. when you know it's not? So in the book, I definitely invited people and I sat down and poured tea yes. in the chapter. Yes. <laughs> so I am excited for them to see that and just get to know me more in the chapter and just see that if I can go through all that, you definitely can overcome it. You just have to be remove the fear. I feel like a lot of people walk around with fear, just like, uh, if my business get out, what are people going to say about me? Like, you can't, can't think like that. Like healing is for you. Cause if you, if you're right, your kids, right. Your family, right. Everyone connected to you is right. Once you begin to heal and just be transparent. Like we all go through stuff. Like everybody go through stuff. People may pretend they don't, but yes. we all do. Yes. And you, you just hit another, another block right there. By saying in order to heal, you have to be transparent. You mm-hmm. have to be transparent. And you can't really worry about what others may think or what they say. Because mm-hmm. it's you. It's you who needs the breakthrough. Yeah. It's you who needs the healing. It's you who need the life change so that you can go on and, and live life. You know, in your case, live for your child. You know? And yeah. you know, have the life that you want to see her have the life that you want to have. Mm -hmm. It is so important. It is so important. She said, I pour my own tea. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You guys think about I pour my own tea. Nobody Nobody else else has to tell what's going on in my life. I'll tell you myself. (laughs) And who better to get it from than the store? (laughs) (laughs) Who better to get it from than the source? I love it. 
I love it. And transparency. Transparency is, is so yeah. key. Just the fact that she is transparent in her chapter could very well save, I'll go out and even go this far to say, save the life of someone who reads yeah. her chapter. Someone who may be thinking, who may be um, doing the same things, reading her experience and seeing her transparency and seeing the results and hearing what she had to do to pull through could save the life of someone. And that is what Reinvented to Rise is, is all about, making life changes. And where need be, saving lives. That's that's what we want to do. Yeah. That's what we want to do. So now that you've done this reinventing, and 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 it's important, you know, when we talk about reinvention, ladies, you know, many of us reinvent a lot of times. You know, I always say yeah. that the chapter, <laughs> you know, the chapter that we give you is 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 one reinvention. Who knows how many times we we've, we've had to reinvent? And in reinventing, we don't become these perfect beings. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, in reinventing, we just become better. We become our best is the goal. So, so tell me, um, Shanice, what do you feel that you can now offer now that you've made some changes in your life, you've done the hard work, um, the work in the dirt, the work that has, you know, scurried up some dust to be better, to be a different person. What is it that you think you can now offer to the world now that you've reinvented? Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's a thinker. <laughs> um, I would say that once I became better and just just went through that process, the process is a life lifetime journey of healing like healing never stops I feel like with healing you graduate and then God exposed a different area like work on this area like I just worked on that area (laughs) and I feel like what I can offer is like a better me and since I'm a better me that means I can I, I heard something recently somebody said legacy is not passing down money it's being able to pass down a story to someone else and they can tell their story and it keeps passing down that's like true legacy is and I think that's something I live for is just being able to just tell my story and it's like I make a post on social media and people be like oh wow like should I tell my they literally inbox me like should I tell my story should I open up and I'm like yeah tell it and it's like do what you have to do, but I feel like I have to offer just a better me. And when you are better, you, everything around you mm-hmm. is better. Like I can pour into friends, I can uplift people when I'm better, like within and internally. So by me finding beauty and brokenness, I just really just got to the root of it and just was able to become mm-hmm. a better mom. Because mm-hmm. I think what I learned the most was it's okay to be selfish. That's crazy mm-hmm. to say. But it's okay mm-hmm. to be selfish because if Shanice not right, nothing else is right around me. So you really do have to take care of yourself. So by taking care of myself, I was able to give more. So when I used to play everybody else before me, I didn't want to go feed the homeless. I didn't want to go do this. I didn't want to go do a lot. I didn't care about purpose when I put mm. myself second. But the moment I chose me first, that's when everything began to like, okay, Shanice, it began yeah. to make sense. I feel like I was all over the place. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I couldn't go for purpose when I put myself second. Think about that, ladies. Putting yourself second, you'll never achieve the level that you need to be at. You'll never you you'll never hit that purpose that you so desire to live. Yeah. I always tell people like, do not negotiate Mm -hmm. your worth. Like, don't, yeah, never negotiate. Don't sit at the table and mm-hmm, am I good mm-hmm, enough? Mm-hmm. Like, never ask yourself. I feel like women ask themselves a lot. Am I good enough? You're right. more than enough. Right. Yeah. And it's like purpose is connected to you knowing exactly. that you are enough. Exactly. You are more than enough. Yeah. Just as you are. Just as you are. Yeah. Even before you do this reinvention mm-hmm. that we're talking about. Just as you are right now. You <laughs> yeah, are yeah. good enough. Yeah. But you want yeah. to go for your I best, love that. you know, you want 
You want to yeah. live your best. And in order to live your best, if reinventing is needed, mm-hmm. then that needs to take place. But never think that, you know, wherever you are right now is not good enough. Whoever you are. Yeah. Um, his yeah, purpose even in that, in that season. season even in that yeah. season there's a lesson there's something to be learned there's something for you to grow on happening all mm-hmm. the time in your life always yeah those on. tough seasons yeah yeah i realized when i'm tough seasons it was mm-hmm. shaping me and i found purpose the reason why i call it I always say beauty from brokenness because i'm like my podcast was birthed out of a I, I was literally in my car homeless, mm-hmm. crying, got my heart broken, and I made my first podcast in my car. Like, you literally hear me driving on the freeway, making wow. my first podcast, and who would have known that a podcast, I'm, I think it's like 40 countries now, mm-hmm. and I have over like 15,000 listeners, and it was just me going on there, like, I know I'm not the only person who's going through this healing yes. journey, because everybody was like, you need to heal, you need to find self-love, but nobody was willing to teach yeah. me, so I said, God, I'm going to volunteer myself and put my heart on this podcast and share my story. And I just hope one person can relate. That's all I said. Like I said, I don't want to do it for money. I said, if one person can just relate to this and I can help somebody heal. Cause I think that's what stopping the world from being a better place that we have a world full of, full mm-hmm. of broken people. If the world can actually take time and heal, I think this world would be 10 times better. That's even with race Absolutely. issues. Race starts yeah, you seen someone growing up telling you that that was okay to hate another yes. race. Like, that's a broken issue. Yeah, brokenness is, is more than just relationships. Brokenness comes and it, it don't discriminate. Nice. We nope. all experience it. Nope. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That is so good. So tell us more about the podcast. I know it's something that you're working on. How many pl- How many places? <sighs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I started in 2019, and I remember the guy who broke my heart. I remember just sitting on the couch with him, and I was just always pouring into him. And I'm like, why do I feel like I'm really wise for my age? And I was like, I got, yeah, I got exactly. something to say. <laughs> it's like, and I went that that season where I was just going through like losing my job, getting mm-hmm. evicted, like breaking up with him. And I was like, God, I got to share my pain with somebody. Like, I got to put it somewhere. And I was like, I, I did therapy. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to record a podcast. Because, like, I, I normally journal it because journaling is really healthy for me because I can't just vent mm-hmm. to just anybody. And I said, make a podcast. And I made the podcast. And then everybody was like, oh, I love it. I love it. It was crying. And, like, my inbox is mainly 90% of women talking to me about mm-hmm. brokenness. Like, that's all I get in my inbox is just women just talking about that. But all right now, it's like 40 countries. I think I'm at like 14, 13,000 listeners or wow. plays right now. Yeah. And it's like, wow. Like, now like now I'm at the point where I be kind of scared to make it. It's like, oh, my God, so many people <laughs> is listening to me now. And it started off so yeah. small. So I was like, wait a minute. It ain't supposed yeah. to go this big. <laughs> but you do have something to say. You do have something. I mean, and this is yeah. just proof of what I said when, you know, we pulled this yeah. book together. People need to hear what you have to say. And there's so many people out yeah. there just based on, you know, your inbox, you know, need to know how to find beauty in their brokenness you know they Mm -hmm. need to know how to find that um they need to know how to put themselves first they need to know how to know that they're worthy and that they're good just where they are that is that is very Mm -hmm. powerful so the name of the podcast is beauty for brokenness is broken so my podcast. So actually, I call the homeless outreach beauty from okay. brokenness. I don't know why I came with that name, <laughs> um, but the podcast is called Fix, Fix Your, Your Crown, Crown Sis. Says. Yeah, Fix Your Crown. So that's Fix Your Crown Sis that I started. I believe it was twenty nineteen. Okay. Yeah, and that is like yeah. my little baby. That's my a big podcast. Baby. That's a big baby. Yeah, because I tell people it was like a lot of people want me to be mm-hmm. a role model. And they hold you to like a mm-hmm. certain standard. So I said, I'm not a role model. I am a mm-hmm. real model. Like I want to show you that I go mm-hmm. through stuff too. I stray away from God. I'm not perfect, but I go back to God. Like I, my whole point of my podcast is just to display my mm-hmm. journey of healing and hope that someone can take mm-hmm. tips from it. 
but I'm, I don't want to be labeled as a role model because I still mm. make mistakes. But you are a role model in that sense. You're like you said, you're, you're a real yeah. role model. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Okay? You're a real <laughs> role model because you show people that, yeah, I don't get it right all the time, but mm-hmm. you're still good enough and you can still make it and mm-hmm. you can still go for being better each time. That's real. Yeah. That's real. You know, yeah. people need to see that. I keep going back to that, to that authenticity. Yeah, they do. So they'll, they can find your podcast on any platform, which platforms? So I believe it's on any podcast platform, Spotify, Apple, any okay. podcast that you, you can type it on Google and they'll have a link that take you, but mainly it's on Apple and Spotify that okay. I tell listeners. It depends. You have an Apple or Android phone. Okay. Awesome. And now I know there's something else that you do in the community. You want to, you want to share a little with about that? Yeah. So my long-term goal, I want to help homeless people mm. get jobs always had a soft spot for them so now we give them home cooked meals toiletry items and we actually had a guy my friend she used to work at chrysler's like an automobile Mm -hmm. plant that Mm -hmm. we have in michigan so we gave him a referral and got him off the street actually and he worked at chrysler plant like the car place the i think like i Uh forgot what they call it but yes, we, we we trying to just get them off the street okay. one by one. So I think my long-term goal is to actually buy mm-hmm. property and have homeless people in the property if they can have somewhere to stay and buy food trucks where I can pass out free meals. But right now, we just simply just cook home-cooked meals or buy them Subway yes. or something like that and just go pass it out. How awesome. How awesome. Giving back. Yeah. Wow, Denise, you have yeah. just been a breath of fresh air. Let me tell you, just a breath of fresh <laughs> air. I get so excited <laughs> when I see this in a young person because it, you know, it gives me hope for our future. It gives me hope seeing yeah. that there's somebody in the generation right now who can be the influence that you are. So I just want to encourage you. I just want you to know mm-hmm. that. Um, what you give is very much so needed. What you give is very much so worthwhile. And I know I can mm-hmm. see you doing great things in this world. You're doing great things now. And I Thank truly, you. truly believe that the best is yet to come. I do. I Thank do. You. Thank you Thank so much you. for being a part of Reinvented to Rise. Because Yes, yes I you. know that because of you, there's some women out there who look like you who are going to reinvent and rise. And I just want I hope so. Yeah, That's the plan. Yeah, I just want to make sure that somehow some way we find out about them. They come back and tell us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always ask God, please let yeah. me get a report if I was able to help somebody. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so, so much for being a part of this. And uh, like I said earlier, by the time this airs, our book will be out. Launches uh, July 9th, this Friday. So listen up for details. Yay. Yay. Listen up for details on that. (laughs) But that's it for today. Welcome to The Loft. I certainly hope that you have enjoyed listening to our guests today, the co-authors from Reinvented to Rise, Janice K. Hill and Kavette Minor Kane. Before they left, they let us know a couple of resources that they would like to recommend to our listeners. Kavette Minor Kane, connect with her on her website at www.maramorelife.com. That's M-A-R-I-M as in Mary, O-R-E-L-I-F-E.com. Connect with her and she has a free ebook for you, Mindful Money Moment Journal and Affirmations. You can also listen to Shanice's podcast, Fix Your Crown, Sis, on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Again, it's Shanice Cahill, Fix Your Crown, Sis. Listen on any of your favorite podcast platforms.
And finally, Reinvented to Rise is now out and you can purchase this book. We have the link in the notes of this particular session and you can get personal copies from the authors themselves if you choose to connect with them and get signed copies. Okay, we've reached the end of the episode. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. As you catch the elevator down, if you feel so inclined, rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Remember, every day is a new opportunity, and it's never too late to level up.